Hello, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. <clears throat> God bless you today. You know, God has been so good to us and you know that he still has a purpose for your life. Every time you look around, you can see his beautiful creation. When you open the door in the morning and you see that sunrise, boy, you take a deep breath. You know that God still has a purpose for your life. He isn't finished with you. <clears throat> and I know sometimes we think because we're getting older um, and maybe we've hit that age 40, 50, 60 years old and above. Now we begin to think that all of a sudden God doesn't need us anymore. Well, I got news for you. It doesn't matter what age you are. God still can use you. And I'm telling you, you can still be a blessing to people. People need you. And, you know, you got the word of God in you. If you can been born again and you've been saved for any length of time, you got the word on the inside of you. And that word is still alive. It's still powerful. It's still sharper than any two edged sword, piercing even to the divine line of the soul and the spirit and the joints and the marrow. It's a discerner of the thought and intents of the heart. So God's word still resides in you. So even though you're getting older physically, the Bible says that this outward man perishes every single day, but the inward man is renewed day by day. So God's treasure is still in this earthen vessel. His treasure hadn't gone anywhere. God's spirit is still on the inside of you. So don't ever let the devil tell you that God can't use you or that God can't bless people through you. I'm telling you, man, God can bless. He can bless people. All you got to do is be willing. If you're willing, he's able. And so God really wants to use you. So whatever you do, you know, when you get started in the daytime, ask God, Lord, help me to bless somebody. Help me to be a blessing to somebody. And God will give you a word for him. God will give you a smile for him. God will give you an opportunity to be a blessing to them. I'm telling you, all some people need is a smile. Maybe they just need a kind face or an opportunity. Uh, maybe you're in a uh, department where you're hiring new people. All they need is an opportunity. Maybe somebody just needs you to take a chance on them. I mean, there is many, many ways to be a blessing to people. You can be a blessing and God will use you. And you know, most importantly, we can be used by God to keep other people from going to hell, to tell them about the goodness of Jesus, to spread the word of God. And that's what we're here for. You know, when God saved us, you know, he saved us from hell. Absolutely. But he saved us to be back with him that one day we will live every single day with him. That time will stop. Time will be no more. And we will live forever in the presence of the Lord. God reunited us back to himself. And so that's the beautiful thing about this. And God wants us to go out and compel men and women to come everywhere to get to know him. Man, he's such a beautiful God. There's such a, a glorious God out there waiting for his creation to come to him, to get to know him. Because God is so good. He's so good. I mean, when you think about it, you know, you look around and you can see the plights of other people. You can see all the different things that's going on with them. All you have to do is look. All you have to do is go on the news channel. You can see the plight in Ukraine and all the different things that's going on in that nation. And man, we're blessed. And you have to be thankful to God for that because we are blessed. You know, there's nobody trying to take over this world over here. Nobody's trying to take over the United States or they raining missiles you know, at the in the United States. Uh, but spiritually, I know that the devil is. But I mean, uh, in the physical and in the natural, nobody's raining anything down here. God allows us to get up 
every single morning and enjoy his creation. And so that that is I'm telling you, that is amazing in and of itself. So God is not done with you. So just make sure that you share that word that you have on the inside, that treasure that you have. There are people right now, they they are hopeless. They need some help. They're contemplating suicide. They're contemplating how to make this pain stop. They're in so much pain and they have no ideal and the devil is in their ear and he's telling them to kill themselves. He's telling them, don't nobody want you. Don't nobody need you. They suffered breakups. They suffered different things and they're on their last line. They're on their last hope. They don't have anything else to do. Some of them have already said they're going to kill themselves as soon as they get a chance. Wouldn't it be wonderful for God to give you a word, for God to give you a kind hug or a smile and you save somebody's life. And as a result of that, then you lead them to the Lord Jesus. And then they get to spend eternity in heaven instead of spending eternity in hell. You don't want them to kill themselves and they don't know Jesus. And then they go to hell for eternity. That's awful. You don't want that. And I don't want that either. But we want them to go to heaven. We want them to be a part of the kingdom of God. And so you are valuable to God. And and I'm telling you, God can still yet use you. This thing ain't over yet. Oh, no, this thing ain't over with. You know, everybody's not called to be a pulpit preacher. Everybody's not called to stand on a stage and talk to thousands of people. But in your lifetime, you can talk to hundreds of people in your lifetime, wherever you are, everywhere you go, you have an opportunity to talk to people. You know, they're there. You can be a witness for him. All you have to do is open your mouth and be available. Show the love of God, the love of God that's shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, the love that flows through us. You know, that love, that love you can share with people everywhere. People, I'm telling you that you, you'll have a lot of opportunities to do good things. I remember one time I was standing in line at a grocery store and there was a young lady, young mother. Um, I knew that it just seemed to me that this thing wasn't going to go right. And God knows my area sometimes is patience. And I get a little impatient when I'm standing in a long line or something like that. And so I think that's why I end up in those situations because God is helping me with that. But I'm standing there and this young lady, she had a gro- uh, a basket full of groceries. I mean, they a lot, a lot of them. And so anyway, um, they got to the end. Finally, she rang up the the last item, and I'm thinking to myself, thank you, Lord. You know, and so anyway, that grocery bill was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, 200-something bucks. And so she pulled out one of those WIC cards and uh, WIC and here uh, in the great state of Texas. Uh, you know, sometimes you can get assistance like that. And so young mothers oftentimes end up with, you know, those types of things. But she gave them the card. They ran the card and the card was declined for whatever reason. They could not get that card to work. And we thought maybe it was the register. The lady tried to run it again and it didn't work. And that beautiful soft voice came to me and and said, you know, uh, pray, uh, pay for that young lady's groceries. And so I stepped up, uh, you know, I stepped up to the register and I said, ma'am, um, I said, I'll take care of this. And she looked at me and, uh, you know, we tried for whatever reason they couldn't uh, they couldn't do the transaction because 
They had to re-ring every item. So here we go. So I had to wait for them to re-ring every item. And by that time, there's another lady. She wanted to share the cost as well. She wanted to help me help this young lady. And so uh, I didn't want to rob her of a blessing either. So we both ended up uh, paying for the young lady's groceries. And she was able to make that purchase. And whatever money she had on her WIC card, uh, she could keep that money and use it for another time. God wanted us to be a blessing. And I'm just telling you, it's things like that. And it doesn't even have to be like that. But I know there was a time I was getting rid of some uh, some furniture and I was going to give it to Goodwill. And uh, for whatever reason, it didn't work out. And I just needed to get rid of it. And I asked some some brothers in the Lord if they knew anybody who needed furniture. And man, they they found somebody and I was able to bless them with it. And that was a blessing. You know, and I'm just telling you, there are many different ways that we can be blessings to other people. You know, we're the body of Christ and Jesus uses us as his arms and his legs. We're an extension of him and his love flows through us and the compassion of Christ flows through us. And we have to let that flow through us and use that. So when we go out, we can tell other people about Jesus and we can, you know, be a witness to his great love. And I'm telling you, it's just it's amazing Uh, That God gives us this opportunity, you know, to do his will. And again, you don't have to be a pulpit preacher or a great evangelist or some uh, some prophet or, you know, or in the fivefold ministry for God to use you. In fact, I'd argue that God uses everyday people. That's what he does. He uses everyday people. You know, and so we're everyday people. Wherever we go, we have unsaved people on our jobs. They're everywhere. They need us. They need you. You know, and I just know there there are just times that God has given me opportunities to tell others about him. And, you know, when people are in deep trouble and they're willing to listen, you know, God will run, run you across their path. And I'm telling you, if you're willing to open your mouth, God will use you to be a blessing to other people, because that's what this is all about. And he compelled us to go into the highways and byways and preach the gospel. You know, you don't have to go like uh, to another country. You can preach to your next door neighbor. There's people all around you that you run into every single day that when you go out, you can talk to them about the Lord. Ask God for an opportunity and he will give you an opportunity because there are people everywhere. It's easy to Ask a a homeless man that's on the street and maybe sitting in front of a Boston market or sitting in front of a restaurant. Take him in there and get him a meal. You know, you can be used like that. You don't have to worry about it. It's an open, uh, broad daylight. Ask him if he's hungry. Say, hey, meet me in uh, Boston market. I want to buy you a meal or something like that. Or, you know, there's a lot of different ways that we can help other people. And of course, you can go to the food banks and help feed the poor. Um, you can help give out clothing. You can assist the uh, neighborhood goodwill. You can assist your church. There are so many things that you can do that God can use you to be a blessing to other people. Man, this is God's love is good. I mean, God is so good. He is so good. His mercy endureth forever. If you think about what could be right now, if you think about where you could be, you know, you could be in hell right now. You could be tormented and tortured right now because somebody didn't tell you about the gospel. But God made sure that somebody told you about the gospel. And then he blessed you with his spirit of repentance so that you can repent 
from all of your sins. God did that. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God did that. He didn't have to do it, but he did. And here you are. You didn't deserve to be saved. None of us deserve to be saved. We deserve to go to hell. But God said no. And he sent his son. And you know what? The scripture is really, really clear about why he did what he why, uh, what he did. It's because he loved us and he loves us. That's why. He loves us so much. He doesn't want to see anybody perish, but he wants us all to come to repentance, to come to him. God, he's not evil and he's not mean. He wants us to come to him. So the big thing about this is we just have to make sure that we understand that God loves us. God loves us. He always has. He always will. He will continue to love us every single day. He will continue to love us. So, brothers and sisters, here's your opportunity. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, here's your opportunity to accept Christ. Okay, all you have to do is just ask Jesus to come into your heart and be the Lord and Savior of your life. It's not hard. It's just real simple. You just say, Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. Say, I believe that God raised you from the dead. And say, I believe that you died for my sins and I accept you now as my Lord and Savior. Brothers and sisters, if you prayed that prayer, Jesus is your Lord and you're saved and you're going to heaven. Nothing can ever change that. Nothing can ever reverse that decision. Nothing can ever change God's mind. He knew exactly what he was doing when he saved you. He wanted you to hear the word. Now you're hearing the word. You've heard it. You've accepted him. So here's what I am going to tell you. Go get in a good Bible believing church. Get you a good Bible. Open up the word of God. Ask God to help you and find out who he is. And once you do that, your life will never be the same. Brothers and sisters, this is Brother Leonard. Until next time, God bless you.